and welcome to the Parent Panel. Each week we invite one mum and one dad onto the show to chat about the events and news on the parenting scene. Today we have a mum who is a TV producer by day and sometimes rock goddess by night. Our dad is one of a famous quartet of brothers and he's a familiar face on our TV screens. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm the adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I kind of feel like parenting is a good antidote to my anal retentiveness. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex. <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Kristen Tuvey is our mum. She has a girl who is nine and a boy who's seven. Almost seven. Almost seven. Important distinction. Very. He'd be cross with me. Um, (laughs) Kristen, I didn't even know you could sing and I've known you for a few years now. Is this like a secret superpower of yours? I have a lot of secret superpowers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, um, I I do enjoy singing. is I, wa- I was in a band mm. with a guy and it was all about sort of like getting wasted at 3am and I just, when I got pregnant, I just realised <laughs> that you couldn't really pull it off at, you know, sort of midnight gigs at Kinsella's anymore. It just wasn't very convincing. So With, with your pregnant belly. Yeah. It, there was something <laughs> off about it, but maybe it was very rock and roll. I don't know. <laughs> I tried it a few times. Um, anyway, we, ha- we did have a reunion gig a little oh, while ago. And? So we, we play 40th, everybody. So uh, Okay. Yeah. Put the links in the notes this episode, <laughs> how you can hire. What's the name of your band? Ruby Love. Ruby Love. Okay. We'll get more details later. And Andrew Daddo is a TV presenter, podcast host, author, and dad of three kids, two girls and a boy, and the ages, I believe, are 20, 18, and 15. That's it. Yes. So we're at the other, other end. stage. Where it's a different end. The, it's a different going. end. So now I'm with going to them to Kinsella's at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes. so, you're and, picking them and up. That's great. No, no. Actually, we had to, we all had dinner last night. It was fantastic. Just with the older ones. Yeah. Oh, what so a laugh. Conversations and just talking crap. Excellent. Like, which is you know, which is the point. One's doing HSC, so it was a nice little offload for her. Have they stopped asking you to find stuff for them? <laughs> that's no, all I want. M- money, probably. <laughs> yeah. They ask for money. They're now. pretty good for money, and they're pretty. And but they, I. What never ends is the washing, for instance. So today, what I, when I left the house this morning, I left the basket of washing literally at the back door. So they had to go past it <laughs> or over it or move it. And then before I'd even gone, my son had it and he put it on the line. I just oh, went, oh, what, what a man. Kid. This is what amazing. Great, oh, and it's amazing. See, when people <laughs> say this about their grown children, I'm never convinced that's going to be mine. No, no, it's not. It's not always. The, it's rarely like that. Oh, okay. But he did it once. He so did that's it, a parenting Yeah, no, he's win. good. He's good. Enjoyable dinners. I mean, that's <sighs> yeah. mind blowing, isn't it? Maybe they eat what they're given. Yeah. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> they and don't well, have fist fights well, at, at the dinner yeah. table. Stop it! Is that you? Stop it! <laughs> Jesus! Oh my God! Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That is. I'm leaving. That's what yeah, I'm that, yeah, I'm leaving. No, you leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much to look forward to. Okay, today our topics are kids and mobile phones, parenting fails, and what you do with extra time. But first up today, gender neutral dolls, yay or nay? It's Terry, the gender neutral doll I had when I was a kid. Is it a boy or a girl? It's gender neutral, not a he or a she. Sometimes it is just too much. This week, Mattel released its collection of Creatable World Dolls. 
dolls that have no identifiable gender and can be switched to have long or short hair. The company claim <laughs> we already know what Andrew thinks of this. Hang on, was that the ad? Was that the no, ad no, for that the wasn't. Products? The That's ad. you guys making think, up an ad. Yeah, you guys much. should do more of that. Do you think so? That was very good. We're a new income stream, everyone. Yeah. Um, so the company claim it is to keep labels out and invite everyone in, but not everyone agrees. Many parents have pushed back on the release. With News Limited writer Lucy Khan or Kane saying, stop trying to disguise social indoctrination as feel-good wokeness. This isn't an inclusive revolution. This is rigid, politically correct dogma creeping into the toy box. Her argument is that children are already able to explore gender fluidity through imaginative play and the toys they have already. Kristen, do you think the gender-neutral dolls are a step too far? Is it Mattel trying to be woke, or do you think they're on to a good thing? I don't. I think Lucy. I think she's got some good points there. However, I quite like the dolls because they actually look like kids. You know, ah. they're not covered in makeup and wearing sort of eighties prom dresses, which I very much enjoy <laughs> and so still enjoy. Brats dolls. Yeah, exactly, Bratz dolls. And but their eyes are way too big. That's my issue with those dolls. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's so many creepy dolls out there. I just very. think. Uh, I, I I don't mind them. They, they don't irk me like they irk her. I, mm. What irked me was in her article her use of sluttiness. Because oh. I think, you know, the, the, the word slutty shouldn't be a, a derogatory thing anymore. Okay, everyone? <laughs> okay. Um, Bring back the slut. Yeah, exactly. Right. We need to re-embrace. We need to embrace that word. But, um, yeah, I, I actually don't have an issue with it. I actually think it's quite cool. And since when did a corporation not jump on to like a hot button issue and try and make money from it? I mean, this is nothing new, is it? Yeah, true. True. What do you think, Andrew? Look, I'm not so – well, at its most base level, the parents who are going to buy these are going to buy them. And no one else has to worry about it, right? So I, I'll be on – I get quite confused about the whole – gender fluidity issue for for young children. I understand that, you know, like it's when you go to the bathroom and it says, so instead of saying men's and women's, it says two stalls and three urinals and then it says four stalls and it's just, and then I went somewhere once and they said bathrooms for everyone and I went, well, gee, that's great. You know, there like, are some bars in, in Oxford Street that have bars for, uh, bathrooms, bathrooms for, for, for everyone. They tend to be quite smelly. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> It's all good in theory yeah, until yeah. I have to share until, a urinal with a dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ex- ex- Not exactly. that I'm using a urinal. But... <laughs> well, you know, rock goddess and all that. <laughs> um, and, and I'm sure they're going to work it out. The kids will work it out. But I, but I really think, I actually think that, that only kids who are going to get a hold of these are kids who this could be interesting for or the parents who it's interesting for. And everyone else will just walk past and go... You know, if they think it's ridiculous, they go, what's what? the world coming to? And I I mean, I, I have no strong opinion on it. I think same thing, like if a kid wants to um, play with these toys, then they will choose them and it's good for those children that are questioning and, it, and that's good for them. But one thing that in her article that I did relate to was she said, less plastic. Like my kids will see stuff on the shelf and these dolls are plastic and there's so many plastic toys. That's all they ever want. And yeah. they keep making it and it's really bad for the environment. So what it should be made of then? Wood. Yes. <laughs> no, L- like, bal- bal- wooden balsa. balsa. That balsa wood, that's right, because then it's just soft. snap off. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they can just you have can the dolls with penises well, and they can yeah. snap them off. Perfect. Oh my what I laughed at. That's a yeah, good one. Snap, what's that? Snap off dick. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, so the doll's called Dick, right? So the name of the doll is Dick, right? And then and, it, and they're just they're literally snap off dolls. Yes. How about yeah. that? Right. And Made of bolster, snap, snap off, off boobs. breasts, everything. Yep. Oh, mate. What I laughed in your introduction, what I was laughing at when you yes. said that, that they can change the length of the hair as yeah. if that's got anything to True. do with gender, right? That's absurd. Mm. Like that's that is dumb. Yes. Like Dumb, dumb. I know. Considering I have a husband with long hair and a son who's also got long hair. So. Yeah, but so that's that's. I mean, so that what they've. It seems like what they've tried to do is a really fantastic thing, and then they've sort of stuffed it with. And what made me really laugh was there used to be a doll where you could wind the hair. Yes, out. Yeah, I love that. And then you push yeah. the back. Except we used to cut it all off. Cut it yeah, all off. Yeah, then you It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was very disappointing. So yeah, so it's interesting, you know. So yeah. I mean, it's an interesting idea, yeah. but it's a boardroom idea. Don't mm. you think as well, you can imagine all these little girls <laughs> opening the dolls going, damn it. Like, just, you know, because you're like, I'm going to get peaches and cream Barbie. And then they open this sort of gender neutral doll and be like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Why do, are you and, so woke, mum? Yeah. yeah. And, well, I don't even know what woke means. Um, and, and do they, do, I'm like, do kids need to be, I mean, it's good to be educated, but at what point? I don't actually know what age the dolls are. Four? I think they were saying seven and between seven and ten. Okay, maybe. so did, right. Do, do really ten-year-olds play with dolls? Mm, That's I, a good point. Yeah. I do nine-year-olds play with eight-year-olds play with? No. I know seven-year-olds do because that's what I've got. <laughs> right. I can't see beyond that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, Transformers are gender neutral. Yes. Aren't they? They're also. <laughs> Aren't they? No, not at, at, not anymore. Like there are Transformers with boobs. Are really? They? That, yeah, the motorcycle. What, what Transformers show are you watching? <laughs> Some sort of anti. <laughs> it's on SBS. Yeah. So it's an anime. Red tube types in yeah. Transformers. Oh my God. <laughs> I love how you can take this show yeah. right down to the bottom. Or up. Or up. Up. That's true. Either way. Snap off, dick. <laughs> Right, let's, let's move on to safer territory, shall we? Uh, when is the right time to give your child a mobile phone? Do you have a cell phone? Mobile phones are the devil. These kids with their texting and their cell phones. Oh, my son doesn't want to be with me anymore. Frances Whiting has called out for parents not to give primary school-aged children mobile phones. She cites Kids Helpline reporting high rates of calls to their hotline from primary school-aged kids, often talking about bullying experienced on their devices. Um, I found this story really interesting because I recently went to see a friend of mine whose daughter, I think, is 12, and they were in a situation where my friend had been sick and she had to go for treatment. So she had to let her kids walk home from school. And then her daughter said, oh, mum, you know, if you do that, you're going to have to give me your phone so that they don't have a landline. So she needs to know they got home okay. And she said to me, Chev, once I did that, the cat was out of the bag. I can't get her off it. It was a big mistake. Um, and it was such an interesting, I don't, my kids don't have mobile phones. They're only five and seven, but it made me wonder when is the right age to give your kid a phone? Andrew, um, how did you manage it with your kids? Um, high school. And, and So for the record, I think phones are the devil. Mm. Like, like, I think they're catastrophic for children. Um, I think we're going to look back at this point in time and say, how did we stuff that up so badly? Like we really are. Because, and so, I mean, high school, and it's that safety issue, yep. uh, you know, in inverted commas. Um, 
because, uh, God, imagine if they couldn't catch a bus by themselves and get to school and catch a bus by themselves and get home like everyone else did. Um, and definitely, I mean, I, here I go. Here no, I go. go on a rant. So it's not, it's not a rant. It's just that they're losing the ability to see what's around them. And the thing with a phone is, and I've got a phone, you know, like, so hello. Um, everything inside a phone is far more interesting than anything happening outside a phone. It's literally, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. They've got games, they've got the world, they've got the internet. They got, And so they look up and go, it's nothing to do. So the head goes straight down. So, and, and I'm a believer in play and reading and exploring, you know, your mind and what your mind can do as opposed to being forced. So you're just being fed. So you literally, it's like taking a sugar cube and putting it on the edge of a bit of spilt tea and watching it just, the, the cube will suck the tea up and they're not doing anything active. It's just, it's, and it's awful. Yeah. And with three kids and watching them all go through their teens, you know, like I'm just distraught at that watching telly and texting and bloody ding, ding. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, yeah. get off. Why can't you just do one thing? Yes. So we're really fierce on rules like in terms of there's definitely no phones at the dinner table and the and no television and no those sorts of things. So yeah. at least we have one safe place where they can, well, I call it, you know. <laughs> it's a safe room where they where we can talk, and it's amazing because when all that shit goes aside, yeah. everyone talks. Yeah, and it's amazing what they come up with. Yeah, and I think the thing about that is also that we need rules as parents. Oh, because I feel uh. like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. No, you're right. I, the, but it's fascinating because all the things that you're talking about that um, we all do, and then we've never had. We went into this technology thinking we didn't need rules that it was just this amazing device that was going to help us and connect us and all the rest of it. And nobody thought there'd be a downside. And it's incredible just how... Yeah, I mean, go go, any, go anywhere where people meet. So, so go to Manly, go to the Corso and watch people stand there going, and now I'm, I'm out. So, all right, the be- <laughs> if I'm facing the beach. I'm de- like, it's like, Jesus. Remember the olden days where you go, I'll meet you at 11 at the Manly Court, and you'd actually turn up. Yeah. Yeah, or well, Town Hall Steps was always the classic Ten, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or a bit central, and I think it'll, uh, between stations one and two. Yeah. What well, do you reckon? Otherwise, I'm going to have to find a phone box and call your, your, your landline and leave a voicemail, <laughs> Voice. but you won't be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'll be on that train that got shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you wait an hour. And, and, yeah, wait, wait an hour. And then, Happily, just and staring doesn't... off into space. And yeah, yeah, watching, watching people. people going, oh, wow, wow. Mm. <laughs> you know, so... Especially if you're at Central, you're making <laughs> yeah, those yeah, sounds. Yeah. I shouldn't say, I mean, the rest of Australia may not know how interesting Central Station is in Sydney, but you should come sometime it's and colourful. check it out. Very colourful. Have you come across this question yet with your kids? I feel like I'm in a different position because... I'm in a, a split up relationship that's pretty hostile. And so my ex and I don't talk and we have this half hour window each day where I'm allowed to call my kids and, 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 and vice versa, even though I'd like to relax that. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm an angel in any way. It's another whole other show, but um, <laughs> I miss them a lot. And I found these very basic phones that all they do is talk and text. I know it's like it's a gateway drug to, to all the other ones, but I don't know. I'd love to be able to send them a text and say, I love you before bed. You know, I'd love to be able to say, Good luck in the sports carnival because none of my messages 
get through. Get, get through. Or saying, oh, I took this photo of this cool bird or whatever, you know, and I'd love to send it to you. But I send it to them and I'm like, did you see the bird? And they said, no, we didn't because it's a sort of a punishing kind of thing. So I don't know. I feel quite vexed about it. It's, it's They're seven and nine. Um, I, I know all the, the pitfalls and issues, but I'd love to have more contact with them when I don't have them. And I feel a bit weepy. <laughs> so, oh, no, <laughs> It's school enough. holidays. I, I haven't seen them for six days. So, yes, you know, like things like that, like I'd love to have a bit more contact with them. But, you know, I, I, I get all the issues and understand it and I don't really want to live in that world either. But, but that's um, a hard thing, isn't it? Because they are so useful. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Like with my girlfriend, the reason she did it was like she was she was going through radiation treatment. So for yeah. her, it was like, well, while I'm here, I don't want to be worried about them exactly. there. and. But yeah, it's such an interesting question. I don't know. I've, I'm getting more and more set in my ways before they get to the stage where they're going to ask for one, which is good for me because everything else in parenting has just taken me by surprise. You know, like the, I used to say no television during the day and then I discover, <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you for laughing. Both of you no, are laughing at no, no, me. <laughs> no, we literally did the same thing. Same. Yeah, but I bet your wife was on board with that. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, so my husband because wasn't. So was Oh, right. No, no, and then I, and then I saw that it, what a difference it made to actually have them play with blocks or... Oh, it's great. Like Read the, books that time or... before school could be so useful, you know. I mean, like, I must say, when I'm in the shower, you can watch TV. Yes, that's my because thing. Because that yeah, stops yeah. the fighting. But yeah. when I'm down, I'm like, Terry off, and then we fight. And then they go and do cool stuff, yeah. like go and get a bike out of the garage and ride up the driveway. And I'm like, <laughs> old school, look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the helmet. It's <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Just get on your bike. Yeah, yeah. It feels like 1950. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was better back then. That's true. I don't know That's if it was better true. in the 70s and yeah. the 80s and the There's 90s. There's a lot of Valium and, and, and midday cocktails, which sounds awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know you're not agreeing there. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's no. saying it may not have been better. <laughs> yeah. no, well, I mean, like we were lucky. We grew up with a paddock on each side of the house. So we literally, wow. you know, in a semi-rural, in a, on a, wooden, a dirt cul-de-sac. Wow. With no cars. Yeah. So we were mental. So when we were told to, I mean, we would go out and find trouble yeah actively like a gang of four well, yeah gang, gang of five because oh. we had the two boys down the road and like and it was really fun and we learned to jump our bikes and you know make fires and grow tadpoles into frogs and so and all that stuff that's very weepy and you know like misty and all that sort of stuff but it was good and i and i just worry that now that those things and we don't let our kids do it because we can't let them out of our sight you be careful I mean, it's worse than when they're 20 and they're going out to clubs and you just look far out when oh, coming home. I can imagine because that's actual real That's real. Terror. You know, real and you danger. get a tech, A, are you coming home tonight? Yeah, I'm just at the kebab shop getting a kebab, then I'll be home. <laughs> and you go, oh, crap, the worst things happen at the kebab shop. <laughs> you know? I do. <laughs> and like, and it, like food poisoning's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. But I, I, I yeah, I, I'm troubled. It's a really, it's a, it's a huge dilemma. It is, and it, but it, you know, all it takes is for people to decide that it is a problem and to put some boundaries in place. Mm. Like the main problem is we don't have boundaries, myself included. Like I, I can feel my addiction to my phone. Like mm. I can feel that I'm always drawn to it to check if I have an email or a text. And so if the kids see that, they're, of course they're going to role model that behavior. Like when you leave the house mm. and you go, you feel completely naked. I would rather. You know, not wear underpants than <laughs> my phone. I don't know. Now, right yeah. and roll. 
so I can use the urinal. <laughs> I was yeah, going right. to say, I don't know if that's a really good example. <laughs> I'm just pluck something out of the air. But I, I think it's a complex issue. Yeah, yeah we, we need to think it. Well, I'm glad we treated that one seriously. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, coming up next, so parenting fails can be painful but funny. Up next, our guests share their best or worst parenting fail. I'm going to Disneyland. I should be the happiest kid in the world. All right, boys, ride's over. That was the dumbest ride I've ever seen. He traumatized his own son. Play School presenter Rachel Coops, and I should mention, she's also been on the parent panel, um, recently went on a holiday to Disneyland with her son. In fact, she still might be there right now. She posted a photo of the end of the Matterhorn roller coaster ride and Two of the kids that had gone on with her were, like, absolutely losing their shit. The caption read, apparently not always the happiest place in the world, according to G, that's her son. The Matterhorn ride was too scary and, quote, ruined his life. They stopped crying and Fee and I stopped laughing eventually. Kristen, what has been your biggest parenting fail when you thought it would be your biggest parenting win? I, I actually have to relate to Rachel on this one. And I mean, there's been so many parenting fails. I, I have, I, there's such a, a big list to go through. But um, I, I took my three-year-old son on a ride at, at, at Movie World once. We saw this log ride and it looked very gentle and sweet. And it just sort of meandered along a sort of stream. And I thought, that's perfect for us. He went to sleep on my shoulder and we woke up in the ride and it went sort of like click, 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 you know, that bad roller coaster sound. I was like, this is weird. This must be sort of like, it's a small world after all type of vibe because we were going through this sort of black tunnel and I was like, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll get to the smoothie, watery, meandery bit soon. But then suddenly there was this very loud noise and a crack and then we were flying backwards down a hill in the pitch black and that's when he woke up. How, thought, how old was he? Three. <laughs> and I was, he's poor, like, poor thing. I was screaming, Fah! and he, like, so he woke up to me, like, screaming, and, and in the pitch black, just flying backwards. And so he started screaming. And then we're at the me- meandery bit, and we're both crying our eyes out, because I hate scary rides too. And he's just, he's like, why? Why? You know? And then, like, it didn't end there. So everyone went through the black bit again. Then there was this huge big drop. And, and he, he just, he's never forgiven me. It's four years later. We're, we're both still traumatised. I, I can't imagine gone. why. So, that yeah, I, I can really relate to that feeling because I was like, this would be lovely. Just two of us, mother and son. Yeah. You're you know? asleep. Making memories. Making memories. Can you imagine waking up to that, to your parents screaming? I think screaming you take to counselling. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was awful. Andrew, have you had um, any moments? Oh, God, yeah, stacks. <laughs> I mean, but uh, but along the same, and it, it still troubles me, you know, that pirate ship ride? Oh, yes. The swinging pirate ship. SeaWorld or one of the, whatever it is, one of those places. And the guy goes, yeah, she can have her own seat. So she's three or four. Oh, God. Right? I already feel sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was awful. It was awful. I said, no, no, I'll just put her on my lap. He goes, mate, she's got it. I'll just put it. She, now... This daughter is tiny, like just skinny, you know. Oh no! Tiny, sitting between Jackie and I, and the bloody ride starts, and I'm going, and I'm watching her go move from the seat to the oh, to the railing no. to the safety railing, which would have been easily enough room for her to. Oh actually, no! <laughs> yeah, it's horror. Like oh. you know, and I'm going, and I couldn't get her to. 
This sounds like, like a nightmare. Least, no. A night, no, no, and it's and it is like a recurring. And I'm looking at the guy going, <laughs> "What are you thinking? What are you, how are we allowed on the? Like, it's just one of those things. Oh. But th- these are constant. You know, I remember throwing feelings up and down on the couch one day and sitting down. You know, because you chuck your kids in the air. And, Whoa! <laughs> hey! Oh, me like this. I chuck him up like that, and then his head hit the wall, <laughs> and my wife's sitting next to me. So she's either with the newborn or about to have another baby or something, right? And his head hits the wall and he comes down. And he's got this sort of startled look on his face. And I sort of looked at the top of his head. And there's a beautiful, neat cut, you know, like maybe... Oh, my God. Right in the two soft centimeters. bit, too, the bad well, bit, you're not no, he's two, to no, he's two, though, right? Okay, so he was, was closed. The fontanelle yeah, was closed. Yeah, the other right, Chris, and I, we so I just looked, looked on his head. Looked on his head. And then just sort of stood up you know, and said, well, we might just go to the doctor <laughs> and walked out. Acting very casual. Yeah, and walked and literally walked out and Jackie like, just didn't say a word. And I came back and she's like, and I went, three stitches. Oh, oh my God. And she goes, well done. And I went, yeah. That's a dad's job though. They have to throw their kids in the air. Yeah. And at some point well, they're going to drop them, yeah, right? So, like yeah. statistics. And it, we didn't drop him. He just threw, threw him off. Against the wall. Yeah. Uh, and, but I don't see that as a fail in any way. No, well, I see you, that as life. That I said that the 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 swing one was terrible. Yeah, yeah. But the the other one, the was wall just one's just bonding. Bond, yes. Yeah, <laughs> one of those. Well, you know, it's like I don't know. Like we go surfing and pushing. I remember push, pushing to taught all the kids to surf, pushing them on waves. You know, and mm. one of them had a tantrum going. I said, "This one goes left. I can't go left. I can't." I go, "You're going left." And is that awful? To you know, tears caught the wave, stood up. Went left. No, see, I oh, thought that was going to end like no. really badly. Well, like you just never so, know, I guess. You never you? know. But yeah. the thing is, but even so, mm. like, oh, well, they get dumped. They're okay. Pick yeah. them up. <laughs> like, it, I, I think it. I think it feels like a fail when you feel like you could kill them. That's <laughs> and like the, the fear is do, real. Like yeah, I've or, had that on a boat once when I felt like the boat was going to sink, and I've got a like a a, a newborn and and a two year old. And, you know, you're thinking, I, w- I wonder how deep it is and how far I can swim in them above my head. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Me of, oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's got it. There's a story there. Come on. I just don't even know if I can say it. It's just so stupid. It, it might horrify us, but that would be a good reaction to get All right. It. So we're in there. We had a, like a dodgy speedboat, you know, which I, I, I love, love, love. Which I, hey? I love it already. And so with somewhere and I went and, and it Jackie was on the beach and I had Felix and the thing and he's like three and for whatever reason I left him on the boat alone and swam to shore to <laughs> tell Jackie something and she Stop goes it. what the are you doing and I went yeah time would have stopped still you're right because like when you're swimming you put your head down and swim and then I've gone <laughs> it's like tell her saying to oh. your dog as you cross the road, you stay here because I'm going on that side exactly. of the Nepean Highway, you know? <laughs> oh, so no. It's sort of, yeah, I, can't, actually, I can't even listen to it. No, I bad. can. I'm, I'm curious to see how, what happened. No, no, it was fine. So I swam back, get back in the boat. G'day. And he goes. That's totally fine. But, no, I mean, it's the, not fine, but it's just the brain farts. And the torturing of yourself as you, as you, in yeah. that moment. Like sometimes I say to my, my kids, oh, I'm just going to run around the block. And in the block, run. In the, it takes probably two minutes. They're dead and the house is on fire and they've been kidnapped. You know, all this dumb stuff you do to yourself. Yeah, mm. true. Well, thank you for that. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. So you've done nothing. What? Nothing. I'm, didn't, I'm a perfect You didn't parent, share yours, Andrew. actually. Well, see, none of mine are funny. They're just fails. <laughs>
<laughs> I was trying to think of them, but all that all that came to mind were the times where I've decided it'd be a great idea to go to dinner with young children at seven o'clock at night. <laughs> And then it ends horribly for the whole restaurant. Too late. Oh, way too late. It's like, that is a cutoff time. They should not be. They're like gremlins, only. They absolutely are. Yeah. So true. And we happened to go to a, a table right next to two men who were sitting having a great conversation. And then. <laughs> and no amount of sorries will help. <laughs> no, no. Like, that's all wrong. I'm sure I could think of more, but my brain's just a bit foggy. And also, I like your examples much better. <laughs> um, our final topic in just a moment, what would you do with a little bit more time? Raising children can be a challenging and rewarding experience. Feed, Play, Love, hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt, is a bite-sized parenting podcast that's here to walk, skip and jump beside you as your children grow. I speak to experts and real parents about everything from finding your mama instinct to starting solids. So join me and we can all thrive and learn together. Feed, Play, Love, available wherever you get your podcasts. If only I had the time, I wish we could go to Paris. I'm going to come to your baseball game tomorrow night. Mom cooks us breakfast every morning. They just want to spend more time with you. So if you haven't noticed, Daylight Savings is ending. Is it ending or starting? Starting. Starting. It's so confusing. It's so oh, every, every This is on the year. internet, so. I know it's on the internet, but it doesn't make it, it any doesn't. easier. Come on. Every... No, no, it, could be, it could be starting or ending anyway. Yeah, so, that's true. You know what I mean? Thank you for like helping. Like it's always five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I just love that I turned 43 this year and still every year when we go to Daylight Savings, I still don't know whether I gain an hour or I lose an hour. I always feel confused as well. Thank you. I'm glad you do too. But what is with that? It's the same every year. Go to Queensland. (laughs) Good point. That would make life a lot easier. It'll take the stress out of everything. (laughs) You can't get Daylight Savings. Move to Queensland. Um, Okay. So. We get, we, we get more time, well, more sunlight, let's say. What would you do if you had one extra hour a day with your kids, Andrew? Um, I'd sport them. Ooh. So whatever that, so I'd take them, I'd make, I'd make them, I'd invite them <laughs> to go to a, to play golf or something. To come and have a, you know, nine you're, holes. You're of, into golf, aren't you? I love you? it. But the thing is that my, the other day, and much to my own surprise, that I said to my 15-year-old, do you want to, I'm going to go and had something coming up, have practice with old Hickory Golf Club. So the turn of the century. Yeah. Look at you two looking at me going, <laughs> yeah, no, loser. No, no, I've seen, wow, the, first I've seen class. the photo. You should oh, see him really? in his outfit. Oh, and, wow. um, Dapper. And uh, so I said, do you want to come? And she went, okay. And I went, oh. oh. And so she came along. So it was really great. And we had a great time. I had a great time. Yeah. She had like 30 air swings in a row, which taught me two things. One, she's not a golfer, but two, she has the resilience to try. To keep trying. To keep trying. So it'd be, it'd be really dopey things like um, it'd be doing something like that, going fishing, going surfing, doing physical things where you've got something else happening at the same time as spending time together. So you don't have to sit across a table going, uh, how are you going? What are like, we going to what, talk what are we, about? Yeah. So to not put that kind of, not that that's a, problem any I mean you know sure there's moments right, though, when, you, when you have a really good conversation it's often when you're in the car or you're walking yeah. side by side I think it's a yeah. really good point it's shoulder to shoulder not toe to toe so that's mm. that's the theory but but then mm. to be able to so even as you know like 
Phil said, you know, let, let's go make some, mem- you know, come to the pub, let's go make some memories, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I like the idea of being able to look back and for them to be able to look back and go, yeah, we used to do this or there was that time we did that. And, you know, so instead of trying to make something super special out of it, yep. make something super normal, which is actually quite special. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. What about you, Kristen? I think the last couple of years, I've just been trying to build some new rituals for us. Um, and we're now in a new house. And um, and it's, I, I guess it's probably the opposite of a ritual. But the ritual is spontaneity. And another hour of daylight gives us that. So it might be like, hey, let's take our dinner down to the park. Or, you know, let's go to the beach. Or, you know, something like that. And I really love it that, you know, we can just be sitting around and after dinner, someone has an idea and we can actually do it. Yeah. You know, and when it got dark, I was so disappointed that we couldn't really do that anymore. Yeah. Um, we it's also, always sad when it ends. It is so sad when it ends because you just get into this great little groove and it's mm. just the three of us kicking around. And I, I really enjoy that. And um, we lost our dog in June, my oh. beautiful dog of 12 years. So we're going to get a new little puppy from the um, rescue place. <laughs> I've done my research. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of it. Obviously, do you know there are so many staffies? Yeah, and that, I, I know, love staffies. Yeah, a little, a little little beard, little sort of grey bearded staffie would be cute. Oh. I thought, but um, so that will be our summer, I think, just a spontaneous evening, totally local stuff. Yeah, I was saying my daughter was saying something about, um, I don't know how she connected this, but uh, because it's school holidays, she goes to um vacation care. It's called Oosh. She's had a fabulous week, just saying. She's had like three days with her friends. One day with me. Okay, well, I was off sick, but I was. She's she's had a good week, generally speaking, and one day at Oosh. Anyway, so then she starts talking about daylight savings happening, and she goes, "I don't want daylight savings," and I'm like, "Why?" And she says, "Because it means I'm at Oosh more." And I went. <laughs> No. Okay. You see, she takes after her mother, doesn't understand how daylight savings works. And I said, no, it means that when you finish school now, we can go to the beach for a swim because we've oh, got more time. Yes. We don't really have more time, but we've got more sunlight to play with. Yeah, and that's it, what it I It feels love. like more time. Yeah. It does. And I yeah. love that you can still get to the beach if you live close enough to a beach or to the pool or whatever. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and forget homework. <laughs> That's forget the problem, homework. isn't it? The older they get, the more you've got to think about homework. You're like, that doesn't work really? with our new vibe. Do I don't you? like it. Do you? I don't know. Let's look, a, at, I don't look know. at Andrew. We've got, a, we've got a year 10. Got any homework? No. Wow. Really? <laughs> That's amazing. I know. It is amazing. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> it's really amazing. <laughs> I hope he's paying some kid to do it rather oh, than just not doing yes. it. <laughs> the year 12 does homework. So, but it's... Uh, no, it's so skip there. this year. I'm not panicking this year. Next year. I'm not going to panic next year. I'm changing. Just don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> new year. New Andrew, new year. Well, that was our last topic. Uh, but before I let you guys leave, I do like to ask what people have going on. Andrew, you've just released a new book. Yeah, I've got a new book, Atticus Fantasticus, for your children. Right, you're right in the wheelhouse for all your kids. So oh. it's a pirate adventure for oh, a 10-year-old yes. pirate. Oh, and it's funny. And it's a beautifully illustrated by Stephen Michael King. So I do the jokes and then he takes them further. Yeah. Um, I've done book two and then I'm literally finishing book three now. Like before I came in here, I was sitting in the cafe over there going, like, you know, <laughs> wow, so it's, so yeah, exciting. so it's a series. Oh, exciting. So it's taking a lot of head, a lot of time, a lot of head space. Yes. But it's fun. Like, like we had, din- as I said, had dinner last night and I told the kids where I was up to 
in the story and then my daughter goes, oh, jeez, you know what you should do? Magic Harry, right? He does this. Oh, and and I went, right, I said, tell me again. And then, then I told her again and then I just wrote that scene and it's like, it's just so clever. So... I mean, I Are you going to give her credit for oh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I do. I just <laughs> when, did when kids become useful. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is the running theme. I so, know. What yeah. we can learn from Andrew. And, and that's literally one of the great joys is, you know, sharing those sorts of stories and then having, giving something mm. better mm. in return. Yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, that's what I'm working on at the moment. That and Fabulous. Just normal life stuff. Okay, well, we'll put a link to that book in the notes of this episode. And uh, where are your tour dates, Kristen? <laughs> yeah. Well, as I said, available 40th. Um, I'm actually, I'm just started a kids series, uh, kids dance series. So I started there doing that three days ago, which is a bit exciting. A TV you, series? A TV series, Not like yeah. Dance Mums? No, it's not like Dance Mums, but there are a lot of Dance Mums involved. And they're um, so well coiffed. <laughs> They've got such good hair and really nice nails, and I'm just like hiding myself. Really? I've actually just finished the second draft of a novel, and I'm um, just now sort of, sort of drowning in the sea of self doubt and self hatred <gasps> with it. You know that point when no. I don't know if I want to share it with anybody. Oh, you're going to share it with me? Really? What's it about? Um, it's sort of like a sort of sexy murder mystery. Of course <laughs> it is. <laughs> Send me that book. I want to yeah. read it. Do any of them have genderless dolls? <laughs> That's the missing yeah. ingredient. That's right. Thank That's you. you yeah. I knew I'd come here for a reason today. And now you've been out <laughs> to the world. But the uh, dance series, is that on, when is it going to be broadcast? Uh, it, it, it'll be on Nickelodeon um, in early 2020. Oh, how exciting. It's called Ready, Set, Dance. <gasps> it's Ooh. a hoot. Andrew, Kristen, thank you so much for thank coming in. Thank you for in. having us.